0: This is Aliyah Pronto. I am your co-host for Carolina Home Podcast, and I am here with Mr. Chip Harris. How are you doing? I'm
1: doing great. Thank you. Glad to be here.
0: I I know you are. You are so funny.
1: (laughs) Chomping at the bit.
0: I'm telling you what. I'm going to have to keep working on my content for sure. So thank you guys for joining us. We do appreciate it. Just a reminder, we are sponsored by
1: Hillcrest Realty Group.
0: Absolutely. We are so happy you're here. We are two realtors that have a passion for North Carolina and just wanted to share that with everybody. Absolutely. Right. Cause we, you know, find that there's a lot of transplants,
1: yeah, people even outside of North Carolina that haven't transplanted yet that want to know more about our state.
0: Absolutely, right? Because, I mean, we've got, I mean, I was talking to somebody yesterday. You know, we've got mountains to beach.
1: That's right. We've got it all here. And this you. weather, I'll tell you, the weather this week has been about as perfect as it, perfect as it can get.
0: Oh, I love it. Yeah. I know, thank goodness. Yep. So here, here's a, all right, I'm going to throw something at you. So have you ever heard of the mountain to sea Trail?
1: You know, I have heard of it because a friend of mine last week had mentioned that to me, but I don't know a lot about it.
0: No? Yeah, tell me about so it. So I don't know a lot about it either. We actually do have a uh, fellow colleague in the building who knows more, so we'll have to have her maybe come talk about it some. But I actually ended up on a portion of it this weekend.
1: Oh, man. was it, Is it walking or driving?
0: It was walking.
1: Okay. Yeah, right. so
0: apparently, though, the Mountain Sea Trail, it covers... Um, I mean, you you walk, you paddle, you hike, you hmm. I mean, uh, you bike. There's there's a lot cool. to it. Yeah. But it goes from mountain to,
1: to sea. sea. Yeah, that's neat. It that's was neat. really cool. I yeah. Bet take a while, so it's basically like the Appalachian Trail in a way, but instead of going uh, vertically, it's going horizontally across right. the state.
0: Yep. Yep. Okay. It's really cool. So we'll have to dig into that a little bit. But yeah, so went to one of my favorite vineyards, mm-hmm. um, Grassy Creek. Never been there. Oh, they're so good. There's Shamberson, my favorite for sure. Okay.
1: All right. Is that a red or a white? I don't know anything.
0: Oh, it's a red. Okay,
1: good. I like red. <laughs> That's all I know.
0: You're pretty. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 I do like some red.
0: Oh, my goodness. So today we are going to talk a little bit about Victory Gardens and potages.
1: Protégés?
0: Potagé.
1: Potagé. Yep. Porta, pota, potagé. Okay, <laughs> so, all right. Never heard that word until today.
0: Have you heard of Victory Gardens?
1: I've heard of a garden.
0: You've heard of a garden?
1: Yes. You've got to share a lot with
0: I'm me I'm telling that. you, I'm telling you. This is going to be a major education episode for yeah, you today, I cool. think. Cool, <laughs> I'm excited. So Victory Gardens were actually um, brought about World War One and World War too. okay so it was a way for people to support you know their um, their government and the war effort right and they it was amazing just the amount of literature that I was actually able to find and we'll definitely make sure those are in the show notes um, but we're definitely going to cover that today and here's something really interesting this day in history
1: well this day in history'll we'll have to wait until after this fire truck goes by I'm telling you. <laughs> That's our right.
0: first, that's our first fire truck. Did you hear the fire trucks that came through last Friday? No. Oh, they had the, they had the big
1: ones out. Oh, the ladder trucks. Yeah. Man, okay, totally off topic. We're going to get back to Victory Gardens, but the ladder truck, if I were a fireman, I would want to drive the back of the ladder truck. That looks really bad, you know what?
0: Why why does that not surprise me?
1: Well, when you're making turns, they got to like you can swing that thing out like Anywhere you want to go. Of course, I would probably demolish 20 cars on the way to a fire, but I think that'd be exciting. Bye-bye, Krispy Kreme. Yeah, I know.
0: You didn't know. need to be on that corner, <laughs> did you?
1: <laughs> as long as they don't hit this blue house that Hillcrest Realty Group's housed in, I'm, I'm okay. But
0: yeah, I think we'll, we'll survive, right?
1: Victory Gardens. I'm sorry for the digression.
0: Oh, my goodness. So, Victory Gardens, like I said, they did them in World War One. That is a tongue twister. World War War One, I like it, right? Yep. And WW
1: Two,
0: okay. So again, it was a way for everybody to support, you know, the, the the war effort.
1: So they would really literally plant gardens in their yard, yes, and and grow vegetables. What to ship to the soldiers or? So
0: I actually found. So you know, I'm a student of history. I actually found a um a a, a flyer. It's like a 23 page flyer cool that we're gonna have Miss Jody Kane put on our show notes. Yep. So that way I know I can't be the only nerd that yeah. read almost <laughs> all 23 pages. Um but no so what they did is they actually addressed something called Slackerland. Okay. So Slacker Land was literally <laughs> like <a> high
1: school? <laughs> no, oh, well, okay. no,
0: but they incorporated high schoolers too. Oh okay right. so so the Slacker land what they did is they, they would look at large maps of of the counties and the cities and the neighborhoods or whatever Mm -hmm. and they would identify these parcels of land that were not being utilized got it okay sure right slacker land slacker land yeah so what they actually did on i forget what page it is in the little pamphlet i read but they would actually teach people how to organize and how to go out and survey mm. to figure out, okay, this is land that we can use. This is land we can use. And literally you want to talk about community. Mm. Like everybody would chip
1: in. That's awesome. So,
0: you know, instead wow. of having, you know, an ornamental front yard, mm-hmm. you know, you might start growing cabbage out there wow. or you know, something like, yeah, sure. right? Sure. I like it. So I thought that was really, really cool. And what's interesting with victory gardens Is they're more utilitarian, Mm -hmm. right? So, what they would literally do is, and again, found this as well, but they they would grow everything in rows,
1: yeah, right? Yep,
0: so that's our victory garden. Mm -hmm. And then, on the other side of that, right, Mm -hmm. the juxtaposition to that, if you will, Uh fancy, yes, is the potager,
1: the potager, not protege, not protege.
0: We're not in Uh, Star Wars, I understand. They would what, and I for this is a long, long time tradition. Yes. So this goes back to like Scotland and um, you know the English country gardens. Yeah. And the potager though is French.
1: Potager. Okay. Potager. Yep.
0: So it's actually spelled if I'm going to do this right, P-O-T-A-G-E-R. So it's potager, but you know like my last name Pronto.
1: You know, we have to be fancy. With a T at the end. Yeah, yes. So it's, I it's, it's right. So this is a potager. 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 Oh, goodness. As we say in North Carolina. Bless. Potager. Bless your
0: heart. I know. I, I know. mean, just I bless. Well,
1: my, that's how I would have pronounced it if I saw it on paper, I promise you. And then Jody Kane outside of my office would have said, It's potager. <laughs> potager. Well, anyway, I love, go I love
0: on. how earlier when you were like, What are we talking about today? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we're going to do victory gardens and potage, and you're like, well, what
1: <laughs> That's a true story, <laughs>
0: true really story. Very true, right? It happened one an hour ago. <laughs> exactly,
1: exactly. All right, so, so tell me more about the
0: So potagers what you actually do is something called companion planting. Okay. So you have, I mean, literally you've got tomatoes do well with... You know, it's specific plants. I gotcha. right? gotcha. Like
1: so, tomato matches cucumber, and right. maybe okra matches squash, or exactly. something like that. Exactly, so okay. what they yeah. do is
0: they lend to the soil development mm. for all of them. Mm. And then you also, they're also supposed to be
1: pretty. I see.
0: Right, I see. so you put flowers in there and wisteria. Like an English garden. Like an English garden, yeah. but veggies.
1: Interesting, all right, all so right.
0: We have unfortunately learned that our backyard gets
1: no sun oh uh, tough to build a garden in a backyard no i sun. am so sad yeah, yeah like
0: i have i don't even know how many ball jars in my attic for my tomatoes
1: oh well i will say that our yard martha N. And, and my yard are is also very shady we're in the woods mm-hmm. however recently we had a barn built so we had to clear some of our woods out built a barn and when they cleared the woods out we noticed hey, we've got a patch of sunshine here. Yay. We can put a garden in. So we have a plan to put a raised bed garden in, probably more victory garden style, yep, yep. I would think. But my goal this year is to put a fence around it and build the beds and the boxes and things like that. And then next year we'll do the planting.
0: Okay. So well, if you need good. tomatoes,
1: I'll have tomatoes.
0: Well, Thank you so much. Absolutely. Now make sure, right? Cause I've had clients before that have wanted to do gardens make sure you pay attention to what that light is doing. The light. The light, because it changes all year. The
1: sunshine. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I didn't think about that. Right, so mm. it'll move. Mm.
0: And then I'll tell you the other thing you need to research. Yes, ma'am. No dig gardens. No dig? Oh, this is a thing. Okay. This is a thing. And I am going to forget who originally started it in England, hmm. but Miss Shay Elliot at the <laughs> Elliott Homestead, mm-hmm. you guys will learn, she's one of my favorites. So she is actually doing a no dig garden this year. And you want to talk, I'm telling you, just go to her YouTube. But she has got these massive rows and she calls it her market garden. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of in that victory type style. Yeah. But she's, you literally, you put down um, cardboard. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you, Put something around it, mm-hmm. right, to keep it from blowing away. Yep. And then you just put your dirt immediately on top of that. Sure, sure. So you don't have to till the soil.
1: I see, I right? see. Right? So over time. It, keeps the, weeds right, from it, up it too. keeps the
0: weeds from coming up. It also, over time, the cardboard breaks down. Yeah, of course. Turns right? into soil. Turns, yeah, it helps mm-hmm. with the compost. Mm-hmm. So that way you're not killing all those pretty little worms. You know, my dad was
1: a huge gardener growing up, and, you know, back, I feel like for whatever reason, when I was growing up, more people did gardens Mm -hmm. then than they do now. Mm -hmm. But I think as a resurgence, I think a lot of younger people are doing gardens now and a lot of HGTV and DIY shows on TV and gardening type stuff has has created a resurgence of that. And people are just wanting to grow their own stuff, which is awesome. But my dad had a pretty big plot in our yard and every year would lay newspaper down Mm -hmm. And then all the like mulched up leaves and stuff from the whole year that he had bagged and put in piles and basically compost would put on top of the newspaper and kind of did that. Mm -hmm. So I just didn't know what it was called.
0: See, yeah, pretty Look cool.
1: Yeah, and he knew what he was doing, and I just remember I hated going out there and helping him. But boy, oh boy, what cool memories it is now!
0: I know that's what my husband says all the time because his um, his dad made him do the same thing, mm-hmm. weed the garden, mm-hmm. and he always swore he would never have one. Well, here we are. Well, and here we are. Now Adeline's <laughs> got to learn how to pick weeds.
1: <laughs> good luck with that. I'm telling you, she got to put a cupcake down first.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she would work for a cupcake. Oh, right? that's good. I know we we need that book. You know the um, there's a book if you give a cat a cupcake.
1: I've never heard of that either. Aaliyah, you are so smart. <laughs> I learn something from you every day.
0: I don't know. Trivia. <laughs> All about the trivia, right? Speaking of trivia. Yes. So here's a fun fact. Okay. On this day in history, North Carolina had its first hydroelectric power.
1: What is today? April 20th? April 20th.
0: April 20th.
1: In what year? Did it In say? 1898.
0: 1898.
1: So we had our first hydroelectric damn situation put in place this day in 1898 isn't that cool that's crazy how long ago that was i i'm starting to think back and you know that's a whole other century i know. You know like two centuries ago,
0: right <laughs> well and it's it's crazy right because i mean you know it's one of those things i mean history ends up coming back around yeah right that's what it does so, mm-hmm. i mean same thing you know with the victory gardens and things like that you know johnny's seeds which is where a lot of people johnny's seeds Mm-hmm. is where a lot of people, you know, get their um, seeds online uh-huh. and people that have been avid gardeners are having to really like plan way ahead hmm. because they're running out.
1: Wow, they're running out of seeds. Right, so, you know, it's
0: so not only a toilet paper shortage, yeah. now we've got, <laughs> we've got the seed shortage too. Goodness
1: gracious, well that could be a bigger problem than toilet paper. Well, no, toilet paper problem as well, <laughs> that's, that's a big problem. Seed shortage that could be pretty rough for uh, like the food supply, I guess. But I guess uh, farmers are self sufficient. I guess we're just talking about us little local yokels.
0: Well, I mean, you gotta it, it's all about flexing the old skills, yeah. right? So, yeah. you know, learning how to save seeds mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You there know, you I know, here in, uh, in High Point where we are, we have a great um, extension service with uh, the High Point Public Library, yes, which is my favorite library by the way. Okay. Everybody right. needs to go.
1: All right. Um, <laughs> hasn't been in years, but it makes me want to go. Not really? It's been a long time.
0: Oh, man. It's three floors of just knowledge. That's awesome. And my favorite thing, you mm-hmm. know, my favorite thing about the library, mm-hmm. and then I we might get back on topic. <laughs> <laughs> so my favorite thing about the library is I can go online, order the books I want, pull up at the drive-thru. Oh. Yeah, they just, send me a text.
1: Just like Chick-fil-A. Yeah,
0: just wow. like Chick-fil-A.
1: Hmm, I'll be dog. You know, libraries are kind of becoming a thing of the past for a lot of people. It but makes me so sad. It is. It really is sad. And and either even books on paper where you're turning the paper and you just smell the pages mm-hmm. and it's just that certain book smell you have. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's nostalgic. And it's, a I think, a relaxing, feel-good thing. And I think a lot of people are missing out on that just on these you know, uh, e-readers and on their phones, reading books and things like that. Not to mention your eyes are going to go crazy with looking at a blue screen all the time reading versus paper. But, um, yeah, speaking of the books that I don't want to ever see again is, uh, encyclopedias. Encyclopedias to me, when I was a kid was the most awesome thing in the world because that's pretty much how I plagiarized my way through (laughs) school. Um, you change a word here, change a word there, but it was all in the encyclopedia. And now these kids, all they have to do is say, "Alexa, tell me blah," and then all of a sudden, everything that was in an encyclopedia starts coming across this little speaker on their desk. Oh, I know, I know, it's, it's amazing.
0: Well, you know, that's like you know, and I loved all of my teachers. Yeah. But you know, I love when the math teachers were always like, "Now you know." You are not going to have this computer that you carry around <laughs> with you all the time that can just do your math facts.
1: Yeah, really. Look at us today. I'll tell you. Okay. Who
0: needs
1: multiple? They wouldn't even let us use a calculator back in the day. Right? And I'm like, what's wrong with using this technology? We can use a calculator. <laughs> a Texas Instruments was calculator. great. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but. Um, what in spelling the words? You remember spelling the words? Uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I. Uh, Lord, well, I don't even I don't even want to know. Okay, all right, I don't all, right
1: even want to know. all right, yeah. <laughs> moving on, moving on. Moving so, on. The so the gardening how, thing. Oh, okay. I mean, you know, my dad was into it. My grandfather was really into it. Had a huge garden as well. I'm excited about it. Yeah. I mean, I, I want some tomatoes and cucumbers and okra and squash and things that I can plant, be proud of. And I feel like, from a lazy perspective, if I prepare correctly there won't be a whole lot of weeding because my boxes will be above the ground and I can just put nice fresh soil in there and put my plants in there. And you know, when you're planting in the ground, weeds pop up everywhere. I feel like I'm getting away with the lazy type of gardening for my future raised bed garden versus just plowing up, hoeing up some yep. dirt and yep. putting it in the ground. Well,
0: cause all you're doing is you're just, you're literally chewing up the weed seeds Yes. Right, and it's just that's right, making just, it worse. You're just making it worse, that's right. right? You're killing all the all the insects, all the worms that you know. So, so yeah, I mean the, the no dig. Look that up. The
1: no sure. dig, I like it, and and then going back to the potager. So, the potager is an I'm, exterior garden. I'm just, just I'm
0: just glad I had you do this because I like hearing you say potager. Potage.
1: <laughs> yeah, Nice, nice. Well, the potager is in it. Isn't there a type of garden that is just in like pots?
0: Yes. Container gardens.
1: Container gardens. Okay. That's what they're called. That's not a potage.
0: No, but you can have containers in a potager. Potage. Potage. I see. Right. I Cause see. they're, they're all about the structure. So like mint, for example, mm-hmm. right. will will run away. Like yeah. it, it'll, it'll, it'll just take over. Got it. So a lot of times they'll put mint in the pot. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
1: Got it. That makes sense. So
0: a lot of stuff like that, you know, lavender, You do the same thing? I love
1: lavender. Yeah, yeah.
0: Not everybody does, but that's
1: okay. I like smelling it.
0: It helps you sleep. Does it? Mm -hmm. See, now you're going to put me down my essential oil track.
1: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) i tell you, some of these topics, I have no idea what we're talking about. But, yeah, essential oils. That sounds good. Lavender sounds good. (laughs) Sage smells good. You ever rub your hand across just sage Mm -hmm. and just smells so good? Rosemary. Rosemary and mint, I mean, like you had mentioned already, and... I just like the smell of stuff,
0: and so... I need to go roast a chicken.
1: <laughs> Rosem- we,
0: rosemary and lemon, baby. Yeah.
1: We had an interesting meal last night at home. I've never cooked it before as an Indian dish. and Masala? Oh,
0: Ma- yeah. Masala? Mm-hmm. Tiki masala.
1: Yeah, it was okay. I did okay with it. Uh, Patrick, my stepson, helped me cook it. It was his idea, actually. Oh, he, good for him. He really is into this cooking thing. may even become a chef one day, hopefully. That's cool. If he wants to be. Yay. But um, this masala thing, you know, we put chicken with it and we had the bag of masala, which had what, I guess, peas that looked like lentils and some other stuff Mm -hmm. in there. And, you know, our lentils and things like that, they're supposed to soften up, right? Like you cook them long enough to where they're like...
0: Yeah, but there's a lot of different ways to cook lentils. Okay. Like some people will put them in a pot and boil them them down. Some people will save them to the end. It kind of depends on the size, right? Cause you've got French lentils. You've got, yeah, there's, there's all, yeah, that's a whole other thing.
1: Well I we don't have to get on the lentil thing, but I've tried lentils twice. i talked tried this masala thing and I cooked those things for probably 30 minutes longer than it required on the instructions. And they were still to me kind of crunchy. I just, I like soft food, you know, like green beans, you know, you mean to help? It up with
0: the spin oh, time? yeah.
1: Just, I mean, for me, green beans—you throw them in a pot with a bouillon cube, and then you just cook them down till they're like mush almost, and that's good green beans. But you go to these restaurants that are—you pay a lot of money in—and they're crunchy and they're hardly even cooked. But that's supposed to be healthier, I guess.
0: Hard Colbert.
1: Colbert. <laughs> and he had a talk show host or something?
0: Hard <laughs> cobear. Is- what does that mean? Green beans. Okay, all right.
1: That sounds good. French green beans. Well, I like American green beans.
0: Martin, you, you, Martin. Like, you like southern green beans. I do like some southern you, green you beans. You want your ham beans. hock in your.
1: Oh, ham hock and a bouillon cube. Cook it down. Really good. Ugh, Who so was good. that?
0: Did you ever watch that cook on uh, PBS? He was Cajun. Oh, whee! I got on tea. The, yeah.
1: the bouillon cube. The bouillon cube. Oh! <laughs> Yeah, I remember that.
0: So he actually um, predicted my middle sister's gender when my mother was pregnant. Well, that's strange. Isn't that crazy? Okay. Well. Yeah, Callie was supposed to be a boy. She was. I know. And I, we've talked about this okay, before. Yeah. But yeah, her name was Callie. Yep. While so Callie was supposed to be Zachary David. Okay. And right. he put his hands on Mama's belly, and he said, "That's a girl." And. Yeah.
1: I bet he sounded like this, this a girl, <laughs> this a girl, because Cajun people, at least him, which I love to listen to his voice, was like, oh, that's right. It's just really good Louisiana Southern well, that's voice. Well, like,
0: that's like Troy on, um, you ever watch uh, Small People? Oh, yeah. shoot them, so shoot them. Shoot them. <laughs> them. Junior, shoot them. We were watching him last night. He is just. He, he's the ticket. He's
1: awesome. I, I love is, that show, actually.
0: Right? I think he is absolutely I mean, hilarious. Well, all it is is
1: people going around shooting alligators, which is terrible to say, but it's on TV, so it must be somewhat PC. I mean, they're shooting alligators.
0: Yeah, shoot them. Well, you know,
1: it's interesting. Shoot it's a different shoot culture. Totally different culture in, in Louisiana.
0: There is actually an HGTV show that does house hunts along the bayou. Really? That is fascinating to I watch. I bet. I bet. Yeah, I am one of, again, one of those weirdos. Drives my husband nuts. It's like, why, why are you watching House Hunters?
1: Oh, I love watching that stuff, too. We just can't get enough of it at work, I guess. It's Apparently strange. Not. Very strange. <laughs> but, you know, people live different everywhere. And I bet they all have potages.
0: I don't know. You think they all have potages?
1: I don't know. Probably some victory gardens out there, too.
0: Probably. Probably.
1: Well, anyway. Um,
0: well, you, you want our word from the, from the South? Yeah, what's that? All right, you ready? Yeah. Fixing
1: two. Fixing to all right, I like that word. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm fixing you- to
0: <laughs> what does what Martha and have you fixing to do
1: at the home? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, you got I, I gotta think of something. There's a bunch of lists of things that she wants me to do, the garden being one of them, right? Right, you know, I just have that barn built, so I'm kind of cleaning out the basement and putting all my junk in the barn so that she can have more she room she wants like a she room down there in the basement
0: we need space well
1: i guess i guess but you know why would she not want to be around me i don't understand that you know why do you want to get away and she asked me the same thing I'm like well i can tell you reasons i want to get away but i don't know why she'd want to get away right no idea no idea
0: (laughs) uh
1: but yeah we've got a long list of stuff i mean we've got some acreage and you know we're trying to put a little homestead together and I've got a lot of toys that I like to, you know, play around the yard with and things like that. But really, um, I'm much less of a yard person I've ever been in my life. I find that work is kind of all encompassing these Mm -hmm. days and our kids are getting older, they're kind of doing things and not even wanting to be around parents much anymore. And so, you know, I've been focusing more on work than Mm -hmm. I did when my kids were younger. Which I love. I mean, I love what I do, and this is kind of my hobby, my work hobby. Yeah. And um, so being around the yard is a little less important to me than it used to be.
0: Well, there you go.
1: Now, what about you?
0: So we, I'm telling you, like things have to survive me. Yeah. Like, especially in the yard.
1: Okay. No so green thumb? No, no.
0: Okay. Now yeah. my yard, fortunately, is very green, but it's hostas and Lapis lazuli, which is monkey grass. Oh, I love monkey grass. Can't oh, kill it. Exactly. Monkey grass is awesome. Right? Everything yeah. comes back. It's yep. all pretty and green. It is. I did buy some anonymities.
1: Do they have a name?
0: Yeah, they're called anonymities.
1: But that means there's no name. It's anonymous. Anonym, anonymity.
0: That would make sense. I wonder. <laughs> see? See? I didn't have to research that a little bit. All right. But I got those. Got some lavender. We'll, we'll see. Okay. I sent out a a call to one of my husband's friends. I was like, "You coming to see us soon? Because yeah. I don't want to kill these before yeah. I get them in the yeah. yard." Yeah. But no, we're we're finally working on painting.
1: Oh, inside or outside? Yeah, inside. Oh, I hate
0: painting. Yeah, we realized that we have not painted the inside of our house since before Adeline was born.
1: Did you know that I was a painter at one point in time, from a career perspective?
0: Really? Yeah,
1: in high school, and this goes back to my dad again. My dad was a teacher. And for about thirty years, in the summers when he was off work, he worked for the High Point City School System, which used to be High Point City, Greensboro mm-hmm. City, Guilford County Schools, and then until they integrated or you know consolidated, together, consolidated, right? yeah. So um, you know now they're just Guilford County Schools, but with the High Point City School System, they would hire a bunch of teachers in the summer to go out and paint the schools.
0: No way. Yeah,
1: that every summer I remember as a kid would take my. Dad and all of his teacher buddies that were painting schools, watermelon and lunch and lemonade and things like that. Cause it was always hot outside. They were always painting outside. So when I became 16, 17 ish and was looking for a summer job, um, you know, I became a painter at the high point city school system. Huh. So I did that for five summers and I painted every school in high point, every single school. And the most interesting school we painted was high point central. Uh, because it's an awesome old... Like the architecture is so neat. It's 1920s, 30s, I guess. uh and um, It was fun to paint there because it pretty much took the whole summer because it was so big, but Mm -hmm. we painted windows. We painted the big towers in the corner. They have those white louvers at the top. I had to get up on a big scaffold that hung from the ceiling or from the uh, roof with just these metal hooks. It was like a death trap type of scaffolding, and my mom never really wanted me to do it, and our foreman... Uh, who was also a teacher at that time, named Billy Groom, who was an eighth grade history teacher, really good guy. Uh, Bill, uh, you know, would always get an earful from my mom saying, don't you let him up on those towers. Don't let him up on those scaffolding. You know, oh, no, no, no. Well, I was there to make a wage, and I was up <laughs> on that scaffolding. And I was painting those things, but scared to death. And, you know, the, we they had us painting everything from the school windows to the school doors to the brick on the schools, in some cases, like Johnson Street Elementary mm-hmm, School,
0: mm-hmm, right was point. red brick
1: until we painted it tan. It's huh. tan because of me. Well, look at you. Yeah, it was red brick. And we painted it tan back in the day. It was probably back in 89 or 90. But And then they just repainted it over and over again. But we even painted the dumpsters green. We had a paint called dumpster green. So, we'd paint all the dumpsters. We had to get inside the dumpster and outside the dumpster. Oh, Yes, lovely. I climbed into dumpsters we and painted little you know,
0: dumpster diver.
1: Yep. A.J. Simeon Stadium, the football stadium, the chain link fence that goes all the way around the track and the field. This old boy had a, a mitt that he would dip into some aluminum paint, which was like aluminum water, basically. It was very liquidy, and just splather it all over that what? fence. So, we literally painted the aluminum fences. Everything got painted. It was pretty fun job. I got good tans.
0: Was that was that pre-1978?
1: No, no, no. No lead-based no lead paint. <laughs> it's all oil based. <laughs> but you know, we did clean our hands. They gave us this big tub of stuff called Varsol, and which is which is banned now. But that's the way we clean our brushes and clean our hands, the paint off of our hands. It was it was oil based paint, so it was really hard to get off. You couldn't get it off with water. Yep. So we would literally wash our hands in this Varsol stuff that is probably known to cause all kinds of cancer, who knows? But I think I'm okay, other than this fourth eyeball just popped up in my head. I don't know, but I just felt like everybody should have three or four eyes. Fourth eyeball. I already had three. Okay. You know, it's just, I already I always looked ugly and funny, but now I got this fourth eye popping up. And it may be because of the barsol, but. You know, I think I'm somewhat healthy, but we did bathe in that stuff to get the paint off. Anyway, totally digressing from the gardens. You mentioned painting. I had to talk about my painting. I loved paint. I used to love the paint, but because of those five summers, now I don't like the paint. I hate
0: painting. So, well, that's not true. I like watercolor.
1: Well. I like
0: acrylic.
1: You like relaxing, fun yes. painting, yeah, but painting a wall. Like whole, yeah, no. So we're getting some painting done in our um, auxiliary building here at the office. Right, uh, yeah, probably, excited. yeah, we're getting sheetrock up and some paint going. Uh, we're creating a Hillcrest Health Hub here at work. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, so everybody here can have their treadmills and their uh, stationary bikes and like a yoga mat and all this other stuff to do some stretching and things. I a yoga mat. Yeah, yoga. Poor Martha.
0: <laughs> I don't even know.
1: Well, anyway.
0: Well, you know what, guys? I really appreciate your time.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And and we always enjoy being here with you. And just remember to always remember to listen to Carolina Home Podcast. Absolutely.
0: Thanks, guys.